What is up, my friends from the internet? It's the Tech Guy Games Podcast once again, coming at you live. I am Tony, here with my immaculate co-host, Leo. Ooh, nice one. Yeah, happy to be here, as always. I love that you always say live, even though... I mean, uh, it's not live. <laughs> we're alive. I, mean, I guess it's live. It's live for us. Yeah, we're recording it live. This isn't like, uh, you know, a bunch of cuts and edits, right? Like, yeah, that's true. We're not like AI generated, or are we? I, that would be sick. I wish I was AI generated. I think I would. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. I think my existence would be better if an AI generated it than the one that <laughs> I have fucking stumbled into. But <laughs> it'd be a little more random, but it'd probably have more direction. Yeah, it would definitely have more, like, there would be a, be a, prime, more sophisticated. a prime directive, right? The yeah. AI would have to be, like, aiming for something. Yeah, there'd whereas, be a purpose. Yeah, whereas I am squandering in a malaise that yep. uh, that an AI could never hope to replicate. Yeah, um, yeah. it's too but, efficient yeah, it's to, too to efficient. come up with the lives that we've we've developed for ourselves. Yeah, uh, we are missing the Super Bowl right now to bring you this. Uh, oh, Darn. I know. I tried to stream some of it and it was streaming like shit. And I was like, I don't even care. Like, why? Do, yeah. Why am I even sort of watching this? It's terrible. That's funny. I know. I, I completely forgot about it. Um, and I'm not saying that to like try and be cool. It's just, you know, I live alone and I don't watch TV. So it just like, it was totally out of my consciousness. Now you need to make some condescending remark about yeah, fucking exactly. sports ball or something, right? Like, it, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little too sophisticated to uh, watch sports ball. So now let's talk about video games. <laughs> yeah, gamers are the worst with, <laughs> yeah. their, with their Doc Martens and their sports ball <laughs> and, their LaCroix. and their LaCroix. Uh, all right, Leo, with that being said, uh, what have you gotten into this week? So this week I went a little old school. Ooh. And um, I, the first one I want to talk about is I played Skies of Arcadia. Have you ever played that? It was like a, it was a Dreamcast RPG, but then there was also a GameCube port. No. Uh, no? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I've, I've been playing on my phone, which has been fun, like via emulation, because I, I like kind of set up, put all my ROMs and shit on my phone and got like a pretty cool front end called Dig. So I was sort of testing it all out, and I just kind of started this on a whim through Dolphin. And I, I kind of got into it. It's a very fun game. It's a very traditional JRPG, right, from that era. But I love that era. The, like, Dreamcast, that, that, the, that like, early 3D but high-res era, you know? Because there's, like, the PS1 and the N64, which was early 3D, but it looks like shit, right? Because everything's just so blurry and low resolution, like 240 or whatever. But the Dreamcast in that era it was so nice because it's, like, the same sort of clunkiness and, um, what's the word, like pretty janky and archaic looking games but it's still sort of high resolution yeah. so they ran, I really so, ran up so look. good right like the dreamcast ran so well like, yeah exactly it, there's something really charming to me about that era so i've been having a lot of fun playing it and uh you know it's like i said it's real traditional jrpg it's got random battles and all that shit that i don't really care for but it sort of outweighs all of those archaic concepts with just it's very charming you know it's like yeah. this infectious enthusiasm everyone's very very sweet and like uh not in like that cloying anime way, but just like very nice and friendly. And it's all about like, you know, the power of friendship in, a, in sort of a fun way uh, that it's just, I don't know. It's kind of a nice balm to something like The Last of Us or whatever, which is like the polar opposite where it's just relentlessly pessimistic. This is sort of the opposite of that without being, at least to me, obnoxious. Yeah, JRPGs always have a nice dose of hopefulness in with, yeah. their, with their darkness, right? Like there's always yeah. like a... A light to defeat the dark or a, a phantom yeah. thief to win right. over the darkest hearts, you know? 
Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, that's er- even um, much more like basic than that even. But yeah, for sure. It, that is something that's sort of nice about Japanese games. They do tend to be a little more, uh, yeah, hopeful to some degree. Good versus evil kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like it's, they don't really uh, play in the evil versus evil genre. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah uh, like even Persona, which kind of messes with that with like, you know, the antagonists are always sort of complicated and. You know, they mess with it a little bit, but still, at the end of the day, it is literally about the power of friendship. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like and, blatantly. And their darkness becomes their like, yeah, you know, the, the way to like overcome these like evils, these people influencing the the world with negativity, right? Yeah, um, goddamn adults, goddamn adults. Which is funny. I was thinking about that in Persona. It's all about these goddamn adults, and it's like you guys are like sixteen. You're gonna be adults in three years, so fucking relax. Like you're so bad at these people that are like six years older than you. You only got a few years of knowing everything and not knowing that you don't know everything. Yeah, that would be so depressing to revisit Persona 5 and, like, they're all in their 30s working, like, dead-end, you know, accounting jobs or whatever. And it's just, like, (laughs) they try and reconnect, but they're all too depressed. Like, that would just be such a... So sad, but very entertaining. Ryuji's not going to be an accountant. He's no, working yeah. at the, gro- <laughs> he's he works at the grocery alive. store, bro. Like he collects carts at the grocery yeah. store. <laughs> yeah, they're all gonna they're all gonna get together and be like, "It's really sad about Ryuji, huh?" Yeah, he's a fucking loser. <laughs> he's such a loser. <laughs> he was a fucking loser then. Yeah. He's a loser now. Morgana's like been dead for years because it's a cat. Yeah, yeah. Ryuji looks <laughs> like the only asshole in Japan that loves ska music. Like he's the fucking <laughs> worst. Yeah, he sucks. I don't he know why people suck. like him. I don't know why anyway, people like him either. You know, I didn't mean to make a yet another okay. episode about Persona 5, but... <laughs> I brought it up. It's not your fault. No, uh, no totally. You know, it's funny you it's bring funny. up that era, that Dreamcast GameCube era, because that yeah. is, like, probably in the entire, like, realm of gaming consoles, the ones I am the most, like, deaf to. You know, I did yeah. own a I think GameCube. That's true for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, I did own a GameCube and a Dreamcast at some point, but... That was actually like late in both of their lives. I ended up getting one to like, and usually for specific games like Power yeah. Stone and Smash and um, yeah. But you know the problem was that era was like the um, Counter Strike era. You know, like yeah. the the Warcraft three uh, yeah. kind of Counter Strike. Like um, for me, like, like Tribes two era, <laughs> right? Like yeah, um, I was really. I was so into PC gaming. I was kind of anti console gaming totally at that time in my life, um, and so yeah. it, it was a it was a, a real like blind spot for me as far as uh, kind of you know I played some of the mainstream games that came out, but stuff like Skies of Arcadia, things that I might not have uh, found. Yeah, I really have no like so little knowledge of them. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That you're totally right about that era of, of PC gaming being very sort of specific. And uh, I had the opposite experience where I had a computer and I was playing PC games, but my computer was such a piece of shit even at the time that I could only play really old PC games. Even then, like the original Diablo or like the original Starcraft or Doom. So I was I was sort of playing early early PC games in the era when it was sort of blowing up. And then what was funny is I would play a lot of console ports of PC games, which yep. were great at the time. I thought it was so cool. And in retrospect, uh, they're so awful. Like yeah. they're just they're the, the frame rates are so fucking bad. And like Deus Ex, the original was ported to PS2. Half Life, the original was ported to PS2. And I thought it was cool because it was like they added stuff to this. I could even play with a keyboard and a mouse if I wanted to. But I was like a console kid, so I was like, these are the the superior ports. And it's so funny going back now. I'm like, Jesus, this looks so bad, and they're already at like ten frames per second. How, how could I have ever thought this was acceptable? I'm amazed how many games we played that were like 
sub 10 fps yeah, you know dude, like all the n64 games like spoiler goldeneye like yeah it was yeah. so bad and um you know i can remember like you were talking about pc like i remember getting my a geforce 3 in like 2002 yeah. or something you know it was like older nice. even by that point with the and, awesome box art <laughs> yeah i loved i used to love pc like gpu box yeah. art it was always like a lady it was and, so like, random a, too a dragon yeah, well, it would be like yeah. just purple for yeah. some, like a purple yeah. lady for yeah. no reason. Yeah, like, yeah. And the cards themselves look so fucking weird and like boxy. A space lady. But I remember the first time I was able to turn on like OpenGL and like Counter Strike, and yeah. I was just like, "Oh my god! Like this is the fucking future." Yeah. I thought it looked go so with. good. Uh, you know, because running into that kind of yeah, it was it good did. actually at the yeah. time. Totally, uh, and I, and I think consoles. You know, I'm not like. I'm not trying to, you know, apologize, but they really did some really neat stuff. They, they looked very different, you know, much more so than now, where they're all basically the same. It's just one has a higher frame rate. Like, Dreamcast games look profoundly different than PC games in yeah. a way that was really interesting, I think, and kind of cool. They were well, definitely not even, like, competition the way they are now. It was just, like, com- they were totally different. And I think CRT TVs added, like, a real, um, like, a real kind of artistic nature to those games that yes. like uh, let them get away with a lot you know it was Absolutely. like a, a gaussian blur added to everything mm-hmm. that sort of uh, softened everything and made it like more playable um and you know i do kind of miss that because in this era of you know everything is uh lcd panels or you know some yeah. type of uh panel it's uh you know everything sort of looks the same you know you might have hdr yep. it might be high resolution but it, it the 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 presentation is uh, roughly the same no matter what you're looking at, you know? Yeah, and everything's universal. It's like it's all HDMI, basically. Yeah. I mean, I know there's DP and everything, but, like, yeah, it's all essentially, it all looks very similar, which there's a lot of advantages to that, of course, but I totally agree with you. There was a very special, um, there was, it was a very interesting time, and it'd be, like, different CRT TVs, different connections, right? There was, like, the shitty RF adapters, then there was, like, coaxial, then... Finally, I remember there was, I forget what it's called, Component, I guess, where it's yeah. the, f- the five different cables. I thought that was so cool. And then HDMI. But um, yeah, and, and emulation, which again is how I'm playing this, is an interesting, that adds like another degree of like complication to that, right? Because you can't really tell what it was supposed to look like and you're running it on a non-native resolution. And like, yeah, it's fun to experiment with all that. But yeah, it was definitely a, a special time in consoles. And that actually does bring me to the other game I played a lot of, which was, as you said, spoiler alert, Goldeneye. I didn't get a chance to try it. I watched yeah. a, I watched the walkthrough of the whole thing. I don't yeah. know if you know who Dan Reichert is, but he played the whole thing on stream. Yeah, and I, I saw that too. I just had it running and was watching it. And uh, yeah, it looks pretty crazy. I got to say the it looks pretty cool. It, yeah, it was cool. So just for a little bit of context, I know you know this, but that game was really important to me. And I played, uh, like so many people our age, played a lot of Goldeneye. Um, but that was like in my formative stage where I didn't really have a lot of games, you know? So I played, I just would play every game I had for a million years and I played that one, especially multiplayer, but also the slappers only bro. Slappers only. Hell yeah. Uh, License to kill and slappers only is hilarious. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. I can, uh, I, I spent a lot of time in Goldeneye too. So, you know, I think in that era, right. Especially if you were like a teenager of any kind in that era or like a preteen, you know, if you were between 12 and 20 when Goldeneye came out, like, you basically yeah. lived in front of Goldeneye, um, and it was just that game had the best progression. Like, um, like it's kind of amazing now to think back on you know how early that game was, but how it had like all these like cool secret levels that yeah. you could only get to if you played these 
these like ultra hard modes yep. and like mastered them, right? Like I remember the first time I saw Aztec, I was just like, yeah. what the what? fuck is this? This is a this, whole nother man? level? Yeah, like yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah. Right? Like it blows your mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's and it, it's been really fascinating. Like for those who don't know all of them, sure you probably do. They they basically recently leaked. I don't know who they is, but someone Leaks. leaked quotes. Yeah, or however it works. But it, this is a non-finished product, but it's like, I'd say it's like 98% there. Like, there's a few weird gla- graphical glitches. Like, for example, you can't shoot through glass for some reason. And you'll notice, like, a few textures are out of place here and there. But it's literally, like, you know, they just need to squash a few bugs. So it's really close to done. But someone released it, and if you use an emulator, a, a 360 emulator, you can run it on anything. And apparently, I, I didn't do this, but if you have a modded Xbox, you can actually run it on an Xbox. And that's how you can actually play online. But you can't do it with the emulator, apparently. Mm. Um, but it's basically a reskin. It came out in 2007, so it still looks shitty by today's standards. But it's it's exactly what you'd expect. It's just the exact same game, same sound effects, uh, just with a complete reskinning. And it's really cool. It's cool to see. And my favorite thing is, like, the Master Chief Collection, it has that awesome thing where you can switch between old and new instantly, which is really fun for a game that you really like or that you really remember. Yeah, I saw I saw someone pose the question. Did they do it before Halo? Was that the plan? Because it seems like this was prior to the Master Chief Collection. Right? Well, it was Microsoft. Yeah, um, so, that's what I mean. Though, was this their first implementation of it? I guess it must have been. I have no idea if other if it's shown up in other stuff before that, but certainly not to my knowledge. Uh, and it's very cool. Still, like I love that shit. And it's cool seeing the original GoldenEye because it's so ugly but so charming looking. Um, and also, what's cool is it's widescreen, right? And it's, I don't know what the frame rate is, but it's not like the N64. So it's still, even if you just want to play old GoldenEye, this is still a way better way to play it than using an emulator. Um, but then being able to switch switch between is really cool. And it does, it's a great example of sort of how far things have come, even though it still looks like shit, even by today's standards. <laughs> yeah. It's fun, man. And it's such a weird game, too. Like, I love it still. I played through it in like two hours on the, the easiest setting and like never died because I it all kind of came back to me very quickly. But it's fun playing it now because it's a very strange game. Like, it's not really a first-person shooter, you know? Because it's all auto-aim, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So and it's it, more like this weird, like, exploration game where you just are constantly tapping Z, but you don't really have to aim. Yeah, I love how the ADS is still <laughs> fucking stupid, right? Like, it's, like, it's <laughs> yeah. still... <laughs> yeah, totally. But it's um, it's a very interesting. First of all, the music absolutely kicks ass still. The music for the N64, like... It's such a good soundtrack. Yeah, it's great. And, and the game really does have a neat sense of progression. And it's so it's a really cool, unique game. Very unlike any other game except, I guess, Perfect Dark. But um, I guess growing up, I didn't realize how sort of different it was from PC first-person shooters. It really is very profoundly different. Yeah, how did that game get so dense? Like, you know, like that's the I thing to me that's amazing. In an era where licensed games were just like trash. all over the place and trash. Yeah. I mean, some were fun in their way you know like yeah like um, some of the 16-bit ones <laughs> yeah like the star wars six the super star wars games yeah. i think were or like fun Aladdin, or like aladdin Disney ones yeah um there's a batman game from that era that was pretty good um but goldeneye just had so much depth to like uh yeah. the difficulty like tiers and the things you unlocked and the amount of unlockables like yeah. it really was a precursor to um to like games as a service that we see now yeah, you know absolutely um it's amazing and yeah i i people have written a lot about this it's worth investigating but it, it um first of all it came out like two years after the movie <laughs> or three yeah. years yeah, which is even yeah. more funny and then 
apparently it was made by people who just hadn't really made a lot of games before. So the fact it was so ambitious and went so above and beyond what it needed to be was partly because they were just kind of trying to figure out how to make a game, which is very interesting, or figuring out how to make a 3D game. Um, so that's kind of why they were just like, it was like naivete basically is why that game is so excellent. Um, but it's absolutely worth checking out and there's no reason not to, if you have a computer, it's free to download. You can just Google it. Uh, there's, yeah, there's no reason not to look at it even as like sort of a historical, uh, you know, what's the word historical intrigue. It's just fun to look at and yeah, I, I, you should try it out. It'd just be fun to reminisce on how kind of weird and inventive that game was and how really unique. Yeah, I got some good news. I did download it, and while I was hunting for ROMs, I made sure to pick up uh, Ballerina Toshinden 1 ROM. <laughs> oh, thank uh, God. So I could uh, experience the the majesty uh, <laughs> once again. So, um, you know, look forward to hearing some... Um, yeah, you can report back to us. <laughs> ...some impressions. Uh, yeah. I also downloaded nope. all the Final Fantasy games, because why not? Yeah, why not? That's the thing about ROMs. It's like you just wow. start, right? You just start. You're like, okay, I'll get all these. I'll get, I'll get all these. Yeah, right? it was like back in the day when like you could first pirate music, and it was like, I want that one song. Oh, but I guess I'll just get the entire discography of this artist over the last forty years. Why not? God, <laughs> even though I just worst. wanted one single from like '92. That was the worst era, man. Like the yeah, initial the music. Yeah, it was a nightmare. Yeah, um, was did you funny. play? Did you play anything else this week? Uh, just some of the old classics. I played a lot of Final Fantasy, which we can talk about a little later. But uh, yeah, I mostly I mostly was kicking it old school with some with some uh, Skies of Arcadia and Goldeneye. But what did you get up to? Some some newer stuff. Um, I played one newer game. So I reformatted my PC. I don't know if you guys are PC nerds out there, and you do, uh, you know, kind of your annual maybe biannual reformatting. Yeah. Um, but this this was the time. My my computer was running. Like shit, I had so many processes that I'd never heard of running. Yeah. Like, uh, there was just a lot going on, and I, and I was just like, "All right, this I gotta, I need to freshen up." Give and it a little so, facelift. Yeah, and so I gave a little facelift. I reformatted. Um, I kicked a lot of stuff off my computer. Got rid um, of that Epic Game Store. I bet. Got, yeah, got rid of Epic Game Store. It'll be back soon because I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back to doing these, uh, these uh, code uh, lessons for developing. But hell yeah, uh, but yeah, it's not there now. Um, also got rid of origin once and for all. Thank oh, God. Yeah. I should like, do that. I haven't opened or I kind of forgot about origin. It just, it just lurks on my computer now eating Ram probably. Well, the only thing I was using on origin was apex. And oh, yeah. I realized that apex now has like a fully functional steam client. Right. Oh, okay. uh, and you don't need origin for it. Like it'll, uh, yeah. it'll pop up a browser. Like when you first launch the game and have you log into your origin. But once that's linked, it's got, it doesn't have any, like, it doesn't like do that pop under thing that some games do with Steam where it uh, yeah. launches the launcher yeah, below like U- Steam. Ubisoft. Yeah, Ubisoft. Like Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, but so I played a lot of Apex actually because they launched a new season. There's a new character. Yeah. Um, I was checking it out and uh, I, you know, it's, I'm so like, like uh, lukewarm on, on Apex because when I play it, I really like it. Like it is a fun game. It is fun yeah. to play. Yeah, and like played a lot of it over the last year or so. Yeah, I'm always kind of jump. Like, it's such an easy game to just jump back into. Yeah. That's how I feel um, about Overwatch. Kind of the same deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, it kind of made me want to play Overwatch. Um, but my my beefs with Overwatch like outweigh my beefs with Apex. Right. Just wait for Overwatch too. I'm sure it's right around the corner. I'm sure it's right around the corner too. Um. Uh, yeah, my only beef with Apex is I, I just really wish it had solos, man. Like, yeah. um, like I really don't, 
you know, my problem isn't that my problem is that I don't want to be that asshole that just runs off and does his own thing. Like, yeah. like I just don't have the heart for it, you know? So whenever I jump, I jump with my team and they're doing something stupid and I'm like, let's not do that stupid thing. And they do it. And then I follow <laughs> them in, you know, like, I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, I guess we're, we're doing this stupid thing. Yeah. It's we're like a, fucking, a teenager all over again. Yeah. We're a fucking squad. So let's do this. And then we all die right at the beginning. And I'm just like, man, like, like yep. <laughs> well, especially that. In ranked, it's like, let's take our time. Let's, let's jump somewhere a little safer. Let's get some loot and we'll fucking work our way in and earn some points. So we're not yeah, no always, rush. No rush. Yeah. We don't have to live our lives. At the lowest possible rank because we just jump hot every time and die and get zero points, right? Because uh, the rank system, you just earn points throughout the course of a game, right? So um, you don't have to kill people. Like if you get, if you yeah. survive the first half of the game, you get positive points at the lower tiers, right? So, so it's like let's just jump far, get some loot, survive, get some points, hopefully get some kills, and you know work our way out of this dog shit rank. <laughs> But, you know, your teammates are just like, fuck that YOLO. You know, yeah. and it's uh, it's frustrating because you're like, I'm not willing to be the guy that just abandons them to, like, do my own thing. But I should. Maybe you should. Yeah, just fuck like, those guys, like right? Gotta, yeah. yeah, just fuck those I mean, that's guys. what they're doing to you, so fuck it. It's I one know. of those sad things where it's like you got to fuck them over before they fuck you over, you know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Fuck those guys. All of a sudden, you're just going to be like, yeah. Yeah. Platinum or whatever. They added some new, uh, a new gun, which I like. It's uh, it's called a... Does it a shoot th- bullets? It shoots bullets. It's a 30-30. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I don't know why it's a 30... I don't know if it's is it an over-under. I don't know why it's a 30-30, but it's, uh, it's basically just a semi-automatic rifle. It's fun to shoot. I like it. Nice. Uh, they had a new character. He's a, like an old guy that like does grenades. That's kind of his thing. And uh, he can stack more grenades than anyone else, which is, I like because I just carry so many fucking grenades. <laughs> and then, like, as soon as I see my team fighting, I'm like, they're all coming out and they're just like shooting all my grenades. <laughs> just exploding every yeah. That's not fun. It gets me killed so many times because I'm just like with grenades out and people are running at me and I'm just like, throw the grenades at him. Throw the <laughs> grenades at him. But uh, it's, it's pretty fun. I like it. Um, yeah, so I played a lot of Apex. Um, what else did I play? I played some Tekken, some more. Oh, nice! Uh, getting ready for uh, Evo. Um, <laughs> no, I'm so I'm so bad at Tekken. It's not even funny <laughs> how terrible Tekken I am. Um, but the worst thing about reformatting. Okay, this is this was really like I was heartbroken for a minute when yeah. I realized that I reformatted. I reinstalled Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, I jumped into it. And I was like, oh, shit, like, my uh, my UI, like, is yep. broken, right? I was like, fuck, man. So I go to set my UI, and then I um, I switch to, like, the class I main, and I'm like, all of my hotkeys are fucking wrong. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, everything moves on the bars to default. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's so many moves in Final Fantasy fourteen that I'm like, I don't even, like... I play so many classes. I got like five eighties or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't even know what these fucking moves are called. I just know I do one, two shift two, yeah. one, three shift three. Not anymore. You know, shift one. Right. Like, and then yeah. it's like, fuck, like what are, what move is what move? Like what was one? What was two? I don't know any of these moves, what they're yeah. called, what they look like. I probably spent 45 minutes trying to just like fix samurai. And I was yeah. just like, 
I like logged out. I was just like, I can't do this right now. I'll find a time when I feel like I can do this, but um, yeah, I that really, is a that is a bummer. I really should have backed that shit up. It was a pretty poor poor choice by me. <laughs> Wait, it's for <laughs> it's one of those things you don't think about. That same thing happened to me because I installed it on my laptop as well, just because sometimes I want to play on my laptop. I guess I don't know. Yeah, just because I like that game. And yeah, I have the same thing where I'm like, cool, it's on my laptop, it's installed, and I logged in, and I was like, ah, <laughs> this is totally fucked, everything's wrong, like, my mounts are wrong, it was just like, yeah, and I know your pain, but at least I wasn't starting from scratch, and I still had my other installation, I could kind of mirror it. Yeah, like, if I could look at, like, at least the bars, and try yeah. and just drag everything in, that'd be one thing, but it's just like, yeah. I don't know what any of these moves are called. You know, can I've you, never... like, export the UI somehow? Is yeah, like you, a... can, you can oh, export cool. all of it, like... I told my FC, I'm like, I'm like heartbroken. I did this. I'm like, that sucks. And they're like, I usually just export it to a thumb drive every time <laughs> I like change it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's probably pretty smart. That's cool. Maybe I'll do that for my laptop. Yeah, I would suggest exporting it to a thumb drive. I will definitely keep a version. I mean, I have so many drives in this PC that I'll probably throw one on like the E drive. And just then have a Final Fantasy there. drive. <laughs> I should just have a Final Fantasy. That's probably, that's probably the best way to do it. You know, I think that the real <laughs> issue is... I installed Final Fantasy on my root drive because it's the SSD, and I'm like, it'll yeah. be fast, right? And uh, if I just installed it on a different drive, none of this would have happened. Oh, yeah, you're right. Good point. You know, it would, uh, I caused myself this heartbreak, and uh, that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst hero. thing about it. You know, I did it to myself. You know, <laughs> your poor Warrior of Light doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, just sitting. Like, I log in <laughs> and just sit in fucking. Limsa Lomensa <laughs> trying to fucking fix these goddamn and all those weird people are like like yeah crafting yeah. around you and screaming and dancing and yeah it's crazy down there especially now that I'm in my school uniform right I'm, I'm oh, attracting God. attention you know yeah. you're attracting the wrong kind of attention I'm attracting the wrong kind of attention <laughs> and uh yeah I don't know how I feel about it but uh yeah so I did some of that um but let's take a quick break because yeah. we got a little more Final Fantasy stuff to talk about, but I want to uh, I yeah. want to kind of take that into the news since it's newsworthy. It is. Leo, did you have a good break? Yeah, I did. I finally got all my Final Fantasy characters up to eighty. Really? Yeah. No, not really. I'm still. I still haven't gotten a single one up to eighty yet. How it have takes, it takes a long time? It does take a long time. I mean, you know, it's funny. I think your first character feels like such a grind. Yeah, and then after that character, it's like ah, I kind of know the I know how this works. You yeah, know? Like, I think I, I, it, the thing is, if you're only doing the MSQ, which is really all I'm doing, that's why. I mean, because yeah, if you're just running dungeons every day, then of course you'll go up much faster. But yeah, for me, I, I'm doing it the slowest possible way. <laughs> yeah, the MSQ is kind of slow, right? That's for sure. Yeah. But um, it's also fun too. Like I don't know, oh, I miss great. I'm, I'm I miss having. It. Yeah, that's I miss why I'm having in no rush. Uh, so we had some big Final Fantasy news this week. Yeah. Uh, I definitely have a, a mad Final Fantasy boner right now. <laughs> um, so what was the event? It was the Final Fantasy... I don't remember what the event was Yeah, called. I forget, but it was funny. It has a funny name. Yeah, it's not Fan Fest. It was... Which the it thing, should be. The thing bef- that they, they do have a Final Fantasy Fan Fest. That's a thing that uh, is happening, and I suggest that we like watch it together. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. Because it's streaming, it's like three days streaming live from Tokyo, and I'm excited. Nice. But they announced the new expansion coming, Woo! Endwalker. This will be the end of this story, right? So, um, so what's cool is like this expansion itself 
will close out the st- the story as we know it. The Asian oh, interesting. And, um, kind of this, you know, from Realm Reborn to Endwalker will be like Final Fantasy XIV's, at least that initial story. Interesting. And then, I did not know that. Yeah, any of the posts like initial release. So the this would be six would be Endwalker six point one. So like the the po- the first patch after the expansion will yeah. be a new story. Interesting. Right? I don't It'll know be what like, that means. I know. I'm excited, but I'm excited to like see what like where it goes. Right. Like 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 how they're going to change it. Like will will your whole squad leave? You know what I mean. Like. Um, are you going to find a new squad? Are you going to go somewhere completely different? Like, um, yeah, there's so much they could do with it. I think it's really exciting. It is. Uh, Oh, that's cool. And there is something about like when you're just keep going with the same story as good as it is. Um, I could see why they probably are like, you know what? It'd be fun to try something different. Yeah. I'm excited for them to end the story. Right. Especially after Shadowbringers. Like, I'm like, yeah, like, let's see the climax, man. Like, let's see, um, like I'm tired of fucking Asians, right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, they were never the coolest. No, and um, in Shadowbringer they get cooler. I think. I think some of the um, some of the stuff that comes up and some of your relationships with them in Shadowbringer I think are a lot better and a lot more nuanced. It's a lot less like uh, shadowy yeah. uh, bundle of evil puppet masters. Yeah, 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 right. Like, like they kind of um, they kind of in Shadow. I mean. You're, you're getting to it now. And Shadowbringers, they develop yeah. far more personality. Um, and they realize your strength, right? I think, um, you know, a big part of it, too, is they always seem, like, all-powerful, like, compared to you. So, um, you know, there's no need for them to, like, do anything other than, like, present themselves and be like, I'm going to kill you, right? Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> I do feel like as you move into later stories, it's kind of like... Uh, a bit more manipulative and in a bit more relatable, you know, the way they kind of interact. Yeah, um, that's cool. I'm looking forward to that for sure. But yeah, I'm ready for the story to end. I'm super excited. Did you watch the trailer for Endwalker? Yeah, I, I, I hate those trailers, man. Like, I just hate, I don't like this, the way that they do trailers. <laughs> With the like, weird ass music dude. and the like, and the stupid VO. And like, I don't know why Final Fantasy in particular and Square... And really, a lot of JRPGs—they—they they all have that weird style, and they think it's cool. And I just—it's so annoying. But I love it, it is cool to see the characters in because obviously the FM, FMB—that's old school. But obviously, the CGI is incredible, so it's always just fun to see the characters looking so real. Yeah, like when they Alizé first show that Alize, which yeah. is fighting like, monster. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, totally. it looks so good, and the effects look so good, like yeah. the Regimic effects. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's definitely worth watching. It was just like the song I did not like, and you know, just the whole thing. But all of that aside, I was still I'm so excited because I'm hoping the timing will be perfect because surely by then I'll be through Shadowbringers, and I'm I'm excited to actually start a new expansion. Uh, with, I mean, you know, I've never done that before, so that'll be fun. We'll see how far you are. Now I'll make sure I am. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you really wanted to grind, you could get through it in oh, yeah. you know a couple weeks if you really. Like, yeah, I think that's kind of the plan. I'll just do like a couple levels a week and yeah, should be fine. Yeah, you'll be there. And they're going to have a PS5 version of Final Fantasy oh, yeah. 14 on April 13th. That's I'm debating if I should buy it or not. Like, I kind Why of want would to. You? Uh, so I could play it on both, right? So I could always yeah. just switch to the couch and play. Um, and I want, if they have controller, um, like, like, if they do cool stuff with a controller, that would be pretty fun. I'll be honest. Oh, yeah, like, that's true. Like, if it changes your summoning, depending on how hard you press the 
the adaptive whatever button. That'd be or if you just like felt it when you executed different spells, yeah. you know, like I think that would be pretty pretty dope, right? Like, uh, you know, if you were melee and you kind of like click through them, or like if you were, uh, what's the one with the guns? The um, the range breaker, yes, or, or gunbreaker. Yeah, if you can do gunbreaker shots. Oh yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of dumb stuff that. <laughs> wouldn't really have an effect but would be pretty fun to do on the controller you know and i'm sure they'll give you like a special sony mount or some shit too oh uh, yeah they'll have something like that but um the game plays really well on controller i know you don't believe me i do but... believe you it's not that i don't believe you i just i'm just like i have no desire to do that really because keyboard and mouse works fine I and like i don't... don't believe me i do <laughs> i do believe you. i just can't imagine it's better than a keyboard and mouse it, the only thing I like better is being able to be lazy with it, right? Yeah. Because you can just, like, sit back in your chair. You can, you know, just hold the controller up. You're not... Keyboard and mouse, you got to kind of lean over it to use yeah. it, right? Yeah, so that's true. So it's nice not having to do that. Um, but, yeah, it's exciting news. I am pumped up. I thought the trailer was fun. I know you hate the music. I don't yeah. love the, the guy, like, that you're standing you know, like yeah, all I know. The I always forget to like who is this guy. Oh, that's supposed to be me because my character does not look like that dude at all. Yeah, mine doesn't either. But <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't love him. But they um, yeah, he's pretty generic. But I think that was probably intentional. So we're gonna get two new classes with yeah. the expansion. Um, one will be a melee DPS class that they are will announce at Fan Fest. So we don't know who it is yet. Ooh. But the healer that they're going to have is called a sage. Oh, nice. And, and the sage has like fucking like flying laser beam pods around them. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love Final Fantasy. Like no joke. It's like these. God, how do I describe it? I'm trying to think of like a game you've played. I'm thinking like can... the, the Fantasy Star Online like weird little pods. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like that. Yeah, kind of like that. Like the, the pods. Like, and so there's like six or something that kind of float around the outside of them hmm. and they can use it for attacks and stuff. And supposedly it's like, a, they're like a shield healer, right? So it's more oh, about uh, mitigating damage than probably directly healing all the damage, but I'm sure they'll have a, a heal button that you spam as well. Cause that seems to be par for all healers, right? Like it's an MMO, right? It's like an MMO, right? Uh, That's cool. Yeah. I love the idea of it. I bet they'll, I bet I'll have a cool, cool story. Yeah. You go to the fucking moon. Oh, so, hell yeah. Yeah, I want to go to the moon. Like in the trailer, you see him on the moon looking at Earth. Yeah, I did wonder uh, about that. I was like, how's he breathing? But, you yeah. know, it's magic, I guess. Space. Yeah. I mean, you go into the fucking, like, the void or the, what do they call it in Final Fantasy? The, um, what do they call Why can't I remember anything? Like the, like the ether stream. You know yeah. what I mean? The, the aether. Current. Whatever. Current. Yeah, we'll call yeah. it the aether current. Um, <laughs> yeah, you go to the moon. There's a jungle zone. Um. And there was another zone, and uh, you spend a lot of time in Garlemald too. Oh, right? sick! So yeah, you That'll finally get to finally get to go into the take the like fight the, to them. Take the fight to them. I just hope it's like big cities. You know what I mean? Like that'd be so sick if it's like a like a you're in an industrialized that would like, be cool country, almost like you know? a, like Narsh in Final Fantasy VI. You know, like that. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah, and if like the whole map is like that, you know, where it's like fucking neighborhoods and like. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, that would be sick. And you could like, follow highways and shit on your chocobo. Right? Like, <laughs> that would be so fun. You hear that, Square? Come on, man. These are good ideas. These are really great ideas. 
But uh, and then those stupid car mounts and motorcycle mounts would actually make sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't have either of those. I'm sad. I don't either. I, I find them annoying. But I do have a witch's broom, so I gotta get that. Did you? You had to buy that, right? Yeah, it was cheap though. Yeah. So I that's that's the good. I never think to check the store. There's so many times where I'll I'll click on someone and be like, that shirt is so cool or skirt or whatever, and then I'll go to the market board and be like. It's either 5 million gold, and I'm like, well, nope. Or it's like, why isn't this here? Oh, because you have to pay for it. Damn. Don't you have a lot of gold? No, dude, I don't have any gold, because as soon as I get gold, I spend it on fancy clothes. And, oh. like, and turn them into um, glamours. At least you're buying the right things, right? Yeah. Like, I can't I'm be mad just, at that. I'm super broke, though. I, like, never have any gold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so what? At least you got clothes. You know, it's all it's all that matters. At it's least I would fly as hell. That's a, that's what this game is, right? <laughs> yeah, the true Techni- end game. Technically, you've already beat the game if you look fucking fly. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Yeah, once you get high enough level, you can equip cool jacket. You win. Yeah, I mean seriously, I think that's the the biggest part. Um, all right, so we got a few news stories outside of Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, we'll run through them pretty fast. Uh, Steven Totillo is leaving Kotaku. Mm-hmm. Or he's left Kotaku. I shouldn't say leaving. He's the editor-in-chief. Yep. Has been for a dozen years. Kotaku's been around for a dozen years. That surprises me. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to say about it. I mean, I feel like Kotaku's constantly in a... Um, their news is bad news, and the news about them is always bad news. So. <laughs> yeah, everything's bad. Everything's bad. Um, Everything except good old Mike Fahey still there. Yeah, I do like Mike Fahey. But Maybe he should be the editor. I wish. I think everything would just be about like snacks and anime girls and like keyboards. <laughs> be awesome. Be perfect yeah. for, for us. I feel like Mike Fahey would write about like sour gummy bears. I think yeah. that would be the like the crux of Kotaku if he was in charge. Like what's what's the best Bre- sour breaking candy? news? <laughs> yeah. Like is it the sour ropes or the sour worms <laughs> or the sour gummy bears that are king among sour candies? Because. <laughs> That's what I want to know. You know, I'd, like, I'd read that. These are the yeah. This is the stories we need to know. Yeah, um, you got anything to say about this? I mean, I think it's kind of yeah. It's more. It's more just kind of interesting. I, I think it is. You know, we've talked before how the old guard is just complete. I guess not even old guard, but like you know, they're just they're straining talent, and it's not to say there aren't any talented people there still, but it's just so clearly the writing's on the wall, and it has like you said, it has been for a while, and. It really, to me, the reason I thought it was interesting and we're talking about it is because it really is a death knell for this whole medium as far as, like, not games journalism, but as far as, like, yeah, online, making money, writing about video games in this traditional format that's ad-supported, I think is pretty, um, you know, it's really on its last legs. And it has been ever since we started talking about it. <laughs> I'm not saying that we caused it, <laughs> but, you know, it's been happening for a while, but this is just a very clear sign of that, you know? Yeah. For sure. You know, I think um, games journalism, if you want to like, you know, get into that is it's a it's a dying um, industry in a lot of ways. Right. I think, you know, not that people won't still be journalists about games, but I think um, for one, that's getting wrapped up into traditional um, traditional homes of journalism. Right. I think the the nitty gritty stories are and the fun stories are becoming um kind of the purview of like influencers and um like community driven content and, and right? streamers yeah and i yeah. think that the third part of that and the one that i'm excited about is the like sort of independent like critics or um 
you know, people that are still writing this stuff or, or making YouTube videos are all, are all doing it on Patreon now, which is cool. Yeah. I actually like that more because you can directly support people. And, uh, yeah, there's so many great YouTube channels that are just basically critics and there are some really good ones. And I, I'm excited to see it go in that direction where you can really more directly interact and you don't have to worry about ads and yeah, I'm not concerned about the future of it at all. It's more just interesting to see since it's been, you know, in our lifetimes, just watching, oh, internet, it's big and big and big, Games Journal, oh, now it's on its way out in a pretty pretty substantial way. Yeah, and let's be honest, like, games games news sites are so masturbatory yeah. that it's like, um, of course it's not going to, you know, of course it's like people jerking themselves off for ad views is not, yeah. um, not going to stick around. That's not a well, sustainable... It literally does on, on porn sites, but I don't think that's what you meant. Well, and it's, you know... <laughs> Yeah, if these were big titted people jerking themselves <laughs> off for fucking, you know, then that'd yeah, be different. That's different. But, There's a whole part of the internet for that. Yeah, this is a, the wrong kind of it. You know, this is the yeah. wrong version. Um, yeah, it got so sort of insular and um, what's the word? Like incestuous is kind of a harsh word, but like as far as it's all just kind of the same people doing the same thing, and and it's just disconnected, right? Like, yeah, and like I said, there's really talented people in there, and I do think that the really good ones will just go off and either start their own blogs or start a YouTube channel and, you know, give us the opportunity to follow them even more directly, which I think is, is exciting. And I'm, I'm not concerned about the future of it. It's just interesting to see the old guard of like this ad supported style go out of fashion. I think it's a good thing though. Yeah. I mean, there's so many good stories to tell, right. And yeah. there's so many people that are telling those stories. Like, yeah. you know, you kind of got me started on just like speed running stuff. I don't really watch a lot of speed runs, yeah. but I love watching YouTube's about speed runs, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yep. And, um, and you know, like, like, when I see that kind of content and how like well researched it is yep. and how interesting it is, it's like, oh, anybody can do this. Yeah. Like, like just, not just the, time, yeah. just time and knowledge and like being like true fandom of the thing. And you know, um, I think it's good to kind of get get this hobby out of the hands of people yeah. uh, that might not even still be fans of it. You know what I mean? Like. They kind of treat it adversarial, adversarially, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that are jaded. That are jaded and don't want to, you know, because they have to play everything and have an yeah. opinion on everything. And it's like, step away, you know, like find the part you like, find the thing you want to research, yeah. make great content around that. Because you're, these are all very talented people, or a lot of them are very talented people. And it's like, let's use that to tell a story you want to tell that's interesting. Yeah, that's, and, that's new and, and compelling, feel, right? And doesn't feel obligated or sponsored yeah. or, yeah. Yeah, I get it. You don't want to have to give another game a seven, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like no one does. So do something more interesting than that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm i with it. Um, but yeah, I'm not, not surprised that Mr. Totillo is leaving. I'm surprised Kotaku still exists. That's the surprising thing. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much longer. And again, uh, I don't I don't I'm not trying to like wish harm on it or anyone who works there or anything. It's more just fuck them. It's <laughs> Okay, well, I think it's more just the writings on the wall for that entire industry. I mean, IGN will probably always be around, but God only knows what they'll turn into. As long as I've known Kotaku exists, I've they've been going out of business. Yeah, but so, you've also been checking them pretty regularly, haven't you? No, I don't look at Kotaku at all anymore. <laughs> We're gonna get your the, keyboard stories and your sour gummy stories. I know that's really the saddest part is that I don't have an opportunity to read Mike Fahey's <laughs> sour gummy stories. Right? <laughs> I wish I could. You but... should reach out to him. It'd probably be fun to talk to. Yeah, I would love to talk to Mike Fahey. I would 
I would really. I like bet it. you, if you send him an email, he'd probably respond. Probably. I mean, I, I assume he's not the most. Um, I don't know. He's probably very busy. Actually, he probably has a lot. I'm, to I'm sure he is, but I'm sure if you send him, it, well, anyway, <laughs> it'd be fun. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I have reached out like third party through friends to other uh, journalists just to say like, hey, I think uh, this was cool or this article was cool, and they always had time to send a yeah. nice response or you know what yeah. I mean. Like they were always happy to hear it. It's rare someone's not going to be like, oh, I, I remember. Um, I think I might have told a story, but a lot of the guys who used to run EGM. Uh, the actual magazine, which I read growing up, and w- what really sort of got me into games in a lot of ways, it was really pretty impactful. It was really fun seeing them all on like LinkedIn, and I sent a lot of them uh, connection requests just because why not? And a lot of them accepted. And it was sort of fun. It's like obviously they're all doing different stuff now, but it was just neat. It was like, oh wow, I can't believe I, if fourteen year old me knew that I had just got a message from you know these people, I was reading their reviews. It's kind of neat. Yeah, that is super neat. Um, what else? Uh, Activision is being sued. I feel like Activision's always being sued. <laughs> I feel like I have a lawsuit against them at this point. <laughs> yeah, everyone does. You don't even know about it, but it's a class yeah. action for all gamers. Have you seen this story? No. What okay, are they it's, getting it's, sued for? It's kind of visual, so you should look in the Discord and click through. Okay. Um, you know Mara, the character in Warzone? Oh, yeah. The, the hot, dark-haired fucking yep. murder lady? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, it's hard to judge if a lawsuit is, you know, you only hear from one party saying this is what they did. So, uh, according to the story, uh, this person made a, um, I think it was like a script they were writing and a short story about this, uh, soldier. Um, I'm trying to see the code code Cade Janice, uh, as part of, okay, here. This is from GameSpot. I'll just read part of the story so I don't have to talk around it. By Haley Williams. Uh, Activision is facing a new lawsuit over Mara, a character from Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Call of Duty Warzone. Writer and photographer Clayton Hogan, H-A-U-G-E-N, claims that Mara is based on Cade Janice, a character he created who was portrayed in live action by the same model as Mara, Alex Zedra. Yeah. You can look at the two images below. Uh, press release provided by Potts Law Firms, who's representing him, says uh, he created Kate Janice as part of a story treatment to draw interest from various movie production companies. Along with a photo shoot of Zedra portraying the character, the release says Hagen posted these details and images on his website to attract attention, though he no longer appears to have an active website. The images appear on his Instagram account, though. These posts do not include names or details about the character. Um so it's the same model. They look very similar. Um, the well, here's the, here's the thing, though. That model, because I remember following her long before all this Call of Duty stuff, and that was like her whole thing. Is she would she would shoot guns and she was you know pretty and had cool tattoos. But that was like her whole thing was that was her like how she became famous. So him saying like, yeah, I created this character and this model who already does all the things that the character does is you know what I mean like. Even if they had never met her, she would still be the same person. So I'm not really sure I understand. How can they say they took a character when really they basically just took this Instagram model? Yeah, I mean, that's what's hard for me, too, is like, um, you know, I assume what what Activision was like was like, let's make a new skin. Look at this chick. Yeah, let's do that. You know, yeah. um, which I think is justifiable. You know, sure. I she's cool. Like her, I'm looking at her Instagram now because it was linked in the story and it's like. Yeah, she does a lot of this stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Always, like she always has ever since for years. So yeah, and um, 
you know, and even the guy in the story says they hired the same like makeup and hair person. Yeah. But it's like that's probably the people that she works with. Right. That's what her, I was gonna say. You know, probably, yeah, she's doing the same thing. Yeah, and so like you know, to me this calls into question a lot of like um like cosplay and kind of who owns that concept, you know what yeah. I mean? And like um at what point does one party take ownership of what you did and another and another party kind of lose their kind of stake in it you know what i mean like if this is what she does like how much of her persona in those earlier photos is based on you know her work and what she's done and how much is based on um what the photographer created yeah and you know like it's such a it's such a strange uh it's just it's such a strange world we live in. Where it is like, that's a that's a good point because it's not like she's the one who's saying hey you took my character it's like this guy who hired her because she already kind of plays this character and then kind of wrote something around that look and then the people may call duty saw probably saw her instagram feed or saw her shots or whatever from her agent we're like yeah it's perfect she already looks the part let's get her you know what i yeah, mean like they're, yeah. they're all hiring this person because she already does this thing so it's very weird to be like hey you stole my character yeah, it's super strange. And, you know, that's kind of, it's just, it's such a weird, like, it's such a weird version of IP ownership. You yeah. know what I mean? To be like, who owns what you look like? You know? Yeah, like, that's that's what I'm curious. Like, I'd be very curious to hear her thoughts. I mean, I'm sure she's compensated either way, so she probably doesn't give a shit, right? She's a model. That's the whole point of her job. But still, I, I'd be very curious to hear her opinion on all this, almost more than anyone else's. Yeah, it's I her feel look. like... And I feel like she's the, well, I think that's the problem, right? Like, um, or maybe not the problem, but she's the person that could like the most easily say like, no, I kind of showed up looking like that. You <laughs> yeah, know, this is how I look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Activision wanted to pay me to kind of bring that look yeah. into something else, you know? Um, and the, the, the fact that she's not part of that and not part of the lawsuit makes me think that. You know, the photographer does not think that she would support him in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that he's kind of on his own, be like, they stole it from me, makes me think that um, maybe his case isn't as strong. But, uh, but yeah, even so, like, so I think the, what I saw pointed out a lot was that um, they used basically a recolor of one of his photos Mm. in like a marketing deck or something it didn't like it's something that was external right it was like an internal like a uh, deck or something and he's using that as kind of evidence that it's like see they're using my exact thing like my idea as like their concept but i mean is that even not allowed you know what i mean like i think that's such a common um part of any creative process right yeah, is to be again, like and again the whole reason I, he hired her in the first place is because that's how she looks right like that's the part yeah. i don't understand it's like she created he did not create this look for her <laughs> yeah yeah he created a, a name basically he, he created a name looks. around her look and then call of duty wanted her look as well like that's, yeah it feels like there's a really important piece they're missing i'd be curious to hear his perspective on it maybe it's more complicated than that but as is it's like yeah you both hired her because she looks this way so to be like, hey, you stole my idea of hiring this girl who looks this way. <laughs> it's very weird. And I will say when I initially heard the story, when I like the first posting I saw of it uh, on Reddit, I saw this when it first dropped, um, you know, it sounded a lot worse because it was like, oh, this photographer with th- that took this photo, you yeah, know, they show you the photo. one photo they took 
says that Activision stole it. Here's the photo Activision uses that's exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, and that would says, be problematic. And he says Activision hired the model, the hairdresser, and the makeup person that worked on the photo he made. You know, and it's like, well, yeah, obviously they've tried to steal everything. But then when you look at it as like, no, this is her and her team, basically, right? And he just happened to take a picture yeah. of, you know, he hired her to take he a picture of her. He hired the team before they did. That's what happened. Yeah, right? Like, he doesn't own that team, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have yeah. proprietary rights to anything they do in the future. Like, get fucked, man. But yeah, it um, must be, it, it definitely must be weird for her. She's like, everyone's like, I mean, I have no idea. But it's it's a strange story because it is, it's literally all based around her look that she created and lives with because that's who she is. <laughs> And uh, I, that must be very surreal for her to just be like, whoa, I can't imagine pictures of me. I can't imagine she's not used to some of this shit. No, you know? I'm sure you're right. I'm sure she's a, a professional, but still, it, it's just a, it's a very 21st century <laughs> problem. Yeah. Man. I'm just sure her whole career at this has been people like uh, claiming ownership of her looks and her, yeah. um, you know, like she seems like, like ripe for this kind of. I don't want to call it victimization, but you know, this kind of like uh, tug of war around what she does and yeah. um, who well, gets sure, to benefit from it. I'm sure it. Activision paid her very handsomely, I hope. So she's probably sure fine with it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure they do. I, I bet she gets something on the sale of that character or something. Yeah. Uh, I own that character. It's a good character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, totally. I agree. I remember seeing her in Modern Warfare and being like, hey, I'm pretty sure that's that model that I used to follow. And, and then it was. And that was kind of cool. I was like, it would go for her. <laughs> It's exciting. Yeah. That is exciting. Um, I, I, I'm just worried for this photographer. I'm afraid Bobby Kotick's going to show up at his house and beat his ass, you know? I mean, you know. With his loafers, just kick the shit out of him. If this photographer's scared of Bobby, <laughs> then uh, he he doesn't got the, the guts the to come after Activision, right? <laughs> like, if you can't stand up for yourself, don't try and fight the big dog, okay? Yeah. Speaking okay, of buddy, big dogs... <laughs> Speaking of the biggest big dog, big dog bark, go for that bone. <laughs> Randy Pitchford coming at coming out big with this uh, this Embracer deal. Yeah. So Embracer, which used to be THQ Nordic, I believe. Yeah, no, uh, no, I was a little confused about that too. So I think THQ Nordic got in trouble for being called THQ because they're not THQ. <laughs> um, THQ is like, hey man, I know we just went bankrupt or whatever, but like I'm pretty sure you can't just take our name. They're like, no, we are, I don't know, what country are they from? Like, fucking. I assume Nor- Norway? I don't know. How, what's a Norwegian accent sound like? It's like Minnesotan. Hey, THQ, don't you know? We're, oh, the, we're the Embracer group. Hey. Uh, wow. I'm sorry. That's fucking. <laughs> I have to. So, Any Norwegian funny. listeners, I'm deeply sorry. That's so bad. Um. <laughs> They bought Gearbox. They bought so many things. They own everything now. Um, yeah, kind of came out of nowhere, huh? They're yeah, like, so they're, they're like the ten cent of Europe. <laughs> they kind of are like the ten cent of Europe. Um, so they're saying it's um, they're saying it's like a hundred, like a billion dollar deal or something. It looks like it's uh, oh six hundred and forty million in cash, and I think there's another like. Um, almost billion in like incentive based uh money they ain't gonna get that money because fucking gearbox is garbage i don't they they got this is gearbox is the GameStop of fucking publishers right now like yeah i'm very curious why they did this 
Everyone should be. It seems fucking crazy. I mean, what has Gearbox put out that's good? I don't know. I mean, I know Borderlands sold a lot of copies, but like, it's not like, um, I mean, like even Microsoft buying Bethesda, we gave them a hard time too. And I still don't know about that decision, but at least they have like, you know, they, in theory, they have a bunch of studios underneath them, but this just seems like a real, very out of left field. Let's be honest. What does Gearbox have? I genuinely don't know. I mean, they have, wait, what do they, what do they even make? I don't know. Border, Borderlands. But yeah, but Borderlands can't be that lucrative. And who the fuck's still playing Borderlands? They have Borderlands 2. <laughs> and 3. And 3. They got the Handsome Jack collection. <laughs> yeah. And those are fine uh, games, I guess, but like, not They got Battleborn. Dollars. Battleborn, which died on the vine. Don't know what that uh, is. Duke, Duke them Forever. Yeah. Alien Colonial Marines. That Colonial that Marines. Uh, they got Half-Life mods. They got uh, they, Brothers yeah, they in did, Arms. They did do those two great Half-Life expansions. That's like where Randy Pitchford got started with Gabe Newell and all those... Mm-hmm. All those guys. It's kind of an interesting story. But that was 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 30 years. So, have you heard of Samba de Amigo? <laughs> Speaking of Dreamcast, right? That was a Dreamcast game. Big, big Dreamcast game. It was a good game. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine uh, that factored into their. Maybe they're just big Samba de Amigo fans and, and Half Life opposing force fans. And they're like, you know could what? This, this guy, give mean, him some money. Could this mean we're getting a Samba de Amigo reboot? <laughs> Because if that's if that's what this all is revolving around, uh, I'm in. I'm yeah. I'm here for it. All right, pull the trigger, um, Andy. Make it happen. Yeah, I mean, even the Bethesda thing, which I was very critical of. Yeah. Um, at least I could see taking uh, Elder Scrolls and having someone else make it. Yeah. Right, and being like, it's Elder Scrolls, and people would buy it. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? Um, or like even taking the Elder Scrolls MMO and expanding that. Like, I, I feel like. Those franchise, I don't think the teams and, are worth Fallout. Yeah. yeah, and Fallout. I don't think the teams are that valuable because they seem, well, maybe the leadership, right? Seems to have failed in a lot of ways recently as far as the games they made. Yeah. But the IPs yeah. at least have immense value, right? Like Doom. Yeah. yeah. Doom, these are, these are big Fallout, Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Uh, the other ones I haven't named yet. <laughs> Dishonored. <laughs> okay, that's not as big. But... I think it's as big as Doom. Come on. Maybe no, not as Doom. Doom. <laughs> I, I just no, like uh, I'm like no, no. <laughs> I almost had you though. I almost got you. But yeah, Gearbox doesn't seem to have any of that, right? And uh, Borderlands Three got trashed. Like I don't think anyone really loved it. I think yeah, um, I think it's a whole lot of copies. But yeah, I don't yeah, think and it it's was, yeah, it's because it's the same game, right? Borderlands One, Borderlands Two, Borderlands Three, Borderlands Handsome, Handsome Jack, Borderlands the fucking whatever like all these additions and shit they're really the same game they are you know similar yep and so you know there's nothing innovative going on you know i don't think they could do um i don't think if they made borderlands 4 it would garner nearly the attention borderlands 3 right and so um it seems strange good for randy pitchford i guess i mean um i don't wish well for him but um at least yeah he's very he sucks (laughs) <laughs> he just kind of sucks, right? Like yeah, he just is not good. Like I don't like hate on him. Like I'm not like he's a bad. Well, yeah, I don't want him person. to go to jail or die. But he's definitely like that whole deal but with it, the embezzlement. If he, did, and, uh, if he did, I wouldn't be like, oh no. I'd be like, oh well. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Actually, <laughs> yeah. oh, this is where we're at now. This is the new reality. It's those so, fucking uh, shirts, man. Yeah, he just has that. Like, if I went to like a barbecue, right? 
and I didn't know it was Randy Pitchford, but I saw him in the backyard, I'd just be like, who invited that guy? <laughs> right? like, I think I don't want to be at this barbecue anymore. Yeah. I'm going to have to a, talk to that guy. I don't want to. He'd have, he'd have a Coors Light bottle and a fucking totally. puka, a puka shell necklace on. Yeah, and he'd be and like, hey, man, you want, need any help grilling? I'd be like, no, yeah. I don't think so. Hey, brew me, man. <laughs> beer brew me, bro. Bro. <laughs> yeah, beer me, bro. Don't worry, don't worry, it's a twist off. You know, like, you're like, oh, God. Like, oh, this fucking clown. This fucking clown. Yeah, and then, like, somebody walked by, like, she's fucking hot, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, bro. Uh, yeah, that's my sister, bro. Like, you know, but he's also, definitely that she, guy. I don't think she appreciated that. Yeah, he'd ah, definitely be that guy, like, yeah. pointing out the hot asses. Yeah. in uh at any given place and yeah. granted i do that when i'm walking with my girlfriend we, we kind of make have fun with it but uh it's a very different thing yeah. okay but uh, uh okay don't have to get so defensive i didn't say anything <laughs> it's a lot of fun okay it's a lot of fun listen uh, it's fun listen we're having a good time it's harmless <laughs> it's fucking harmless i swear i, sw- I swear yeah i mean this guy he was already pretty rich right and now he's even more rich so i don't know seems like and, i don't know that this guy i mean he he did make Posing Force and Blue Shift, which were very good. But again, that was a long time ago. Like, I was trying to remember that these guys like Gabe Newell or Tim, what's his face, Sweeney. You know, they did get started making cool games, but those days are long gone. Yeah, I mean, I think the genius of Gabe Newell was being like, I'm just going to sell games. Yeah, actually, fuck this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Like, um, I think everyone else was like stuck with trying to make games for far too long. And uh, it shows that Gabe made the right choice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now that cool. he has this, like, giant fucking castle in New Zealand. Have you seen him lately? He's so funny. He just never no. wears shoes, and he's just, like, old now and so rich that he just clearly doesn't give a fuck what anyone thinks. That he just, like, lives in New Zealand with his family. And and everyone's like, when are you going to make games? He's like, I don't know. I'm busy collecting Whatever. knives, bro. Like, what <laughs> yeah, do you want to like, I'm fucking so. busy making literally hundreds of millions of dollars a year. So no rush on my end. Yeah, fuck Randy Pitchford. The yeah. end. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope Rand- he listens. Randy, if you're listening, um, just uh, fuck off. Do something else, <laughs> or give right? us some money. Actually, yeah, take your money. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to <laughs> chat, we'll chat. But um, I don't know. I don't hate you. I, you know, it sounds like I hate him. Like if I saw no, him, I'd be like, he's fuck just a douchebag. Yeah, he's such a Chad. You know. Yeah, and it's like. I know a lot of chads, and I just don't need to know any more chads. Yeah. <laughs> right? And it does, um, it, there's something a little fresh around, like, this guy's going to get more rich? Like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Meanwhile, um, the fucking guy who made, like, Limbo and Inside is like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he probably needs more money. I don't know how much money. He probably made a lot of money, too, but. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to get into before we get out of here today, Leo? No, I think that's it. I'm going to hop back into these old-ass JRPGs and keep playing some Final Fantasy till next week. Yeah, live your best life, bro. I will. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you've got a message to send us, if uh, you're Randy Pitchford, if... Who <laughs> or else someone else. Talk? Oh, if you're Mike Fahey, yeah. uh, you can email us, techyapodcast at gmail.com, uh, Podcast on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. Uh, you can go to the website, uh, honestly, I haven't even been up to uploading it. Like I haven't been putting the new episodes. But you can still because, go there. Yeah, you can go there and find our Discord and our links and stuff. But um, I don't really like the website. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna probably redo it. 
right. Well, a little peek behind uh, the curtain there, everybody. Yeah, yeah, a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, thank you if guys you so want to listening. see the website before he redoes it, now's the chance. Yeah, now's your time, to be fair. <laughs> I probably, you probably have a few weeks before it uh, it gets refreshed. But, uh, yeah, it's just hard to update the way it is right now. I need yeah. to kind of rethink it. But uh, thank you guys so much. We love you. We appreciate you listening. Uh, have a great week. Have a great February. I hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. I hope uh so one KC one, I guess. I don't mm. enough of Tom Brady. Um Yeah, I mean, go just go play some games. Just go play some games. Just do it. For God's sake. <laughs>